Welcome to our Starfinder stream. My name is Kenny. My pronouns are he, they. Um, and uh, yeah, we're going to play some Starfinder today. And with me is our fabulous cast. Uh, Steph, why don't you go? Hello, I'm Steph. My pronouns are she, her. And I will be playing Navu Paleglade, whose pronouns are she, they. Hi, I'm PB. And today I'm playing Yi, the... Yasoki shooter person. What is it? Space Operative. Fair Operative. Hello, I'm Miyu. Uh, my pronouns are they, them, and I am playing Major Tom, whose pronouns are also uh, whatever the hell you want to use because he has evolved beyond your concepts of gender. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And Which is how they and Nabu get along. <laughs> Below Miu is Kelric. Hi, Kelric. Hello. So I'm Kelric. My pronouns are he, him. And I will be playing Thrawny Ecos, dude. And my pronouns are like totally he, him. Because, <laughs> you know, he's all stellar, whatever. We are in our second half of a battle against a space whale, a fire breathing space whale. Uh, <laughs> at which moment... Um, don't question the physics. Don't. No, don't, don't. think about it too hard. No. Uh, Major Tom has just pushed a system in order to give the galactic destroyer, Hoopty, a little bit more power to, to move forward and engage with the space whale. In doing so, A-Hole kind of pops into your, your headset and says, If you're doing this, let's do it. Yes, that is spirit, A-Hole. Let's do it. All right, and uh, you hear a mental calculation happening. You go, boop, 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 boop. and um, on your console comes up an image of the shields, and they start getting red, and then <sighs> your shields kind of go down. I have rerouted shield power. We will now fly into whale and blast from the inside. Ha ha! Take that! So you get uh, CP, but you also have uh, down shields to deal with. Okay. So our so so our shields are down, but I have now. So we get charisma mod plus one. So that's four extra CP. Yep. Okay. Let's see. What else can the captain do? <laughs> uh, <laughs> captain is going to. But his pie well, hole. I, I, I I might would deal with the crisis, but I feel like that that's kind of. If you're dealing with a crisis, that's a the thing. only thing you can do that turn. Right. Okay. Okay. You can't cool. cause and deal with a crisis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I have caused a crisis, and. Uh, what other awesome actions? can we do all right support you know what a support gunnery oh yeah yeah okay okay i support the comms uh so so usual uh order engineering with a hole keeping everything running captain and then bridge comms and gunnery as soon as the system goes down, um, you hear a whole kind of just muttering, I only have so many nodes. They say, keep on flying. I keep on flying. They want the shields up too? Figure it out. Actually, I just realized um, I don't need the CP. So if you want to change who you're supporting. Because uh, or handling a crisis is zero CP. Right, right. Okay, uh, then in that case, who wants, who wants Major Tom's support? <laughs> I, I feel I hell. Okay, I am supporting gunnery by pinging targets. Let's we make see. sure we fire all the weapons. <laughs> <laughs> so how many CP do you all have now? Six. Uh, six. We started. Well, we started with six, right? Um, no, or, no, it just rolls over. Yep. We yeah, started we with started two. with one. A one. Okay. We got the extra one for engineering doing their duty, and then. The into the fire took us up to six. So, like, Captain, I hear you, but I'm not 
going in a whale's mouth without shields. And honestly, if, okay, I know that piloting's not your thing, but so they're just, they're just trying not to get hit again. So I'm gonna try and position it so that you can like blow them wide open or something. So you can so, wail on them? Yeah, totally wail on them. Uh, so I will again be doing strategic position to hopefully nullify their evasive maneuver. That is going to be a 31. Oh yeah, you're, um, the whale is only doing their evasive action and they're, the way that they're moving, you're totally able to sync up your piloting with theirs to keep your, your um, targeting on point. Okay. Me meanwhile, Major Tom is like physically deflating at their station. But I wanted to go into the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the shields down and there will be fire. Uh, can I take a personal action real quick? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As I realize what's happening here, I'm going to cast uh life bubble on myself <laughs> just because <laughs> i think captain's actions are <laughs> a little frightening <laughs> uh describe life bubble what is that life bubble is a spell that encases a target within a one inch atmosphere breathable atmosphere for themselves so like i could be thrown out of the ship and i have 24 hours of this spell keeping me alive unless i starve or dehydrate or hit something nice okay. so this big shimmery like shield pops up no 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 it's not like a big shimmery thing it's you know you may see over my armor like it looks like i put like glitter on it but it's just like a real subtle sheen <laughs> a whole kind I get of the feeling this is not the first time we've watched you do that no, no, it is not, because this is not the first time we have gone into battle like this. Oh, no. <laughs> A-hole pops on so much trust in everyone here. Uh, which uh, group goes next? Bombs. Nabu is going to roll their eyes. <laughs> All right, A-hole, let me fix this and going to try and get the shields back up. So I imagine that it's a computer's role. Uh, let's see here. So dealing with a crisis. Um, yeah, uh, relevant uh, skill check. Uh, yeah, computers will work or engineering. Um, I'm going to go with the one where I have numbers. and. <laughs> Ooh, that 22, do ya? Yeah, absolutely. No. Uh, you uh, describe what you're doing <laughs> and how you deal with this crisis. Navu goes into the systems because, as we discussed, it's probably not the first time. And knowing what ones they don't need in a crisis like this, like, power doesn't need to be going to quarters right now. <laughs> <laughs> it is just kind of like creatively shutting down certain areas mm -hmm. of the ship since they, we're in the bridge right now, and that's that and you know propulsion and shields are more important so, so navu pulls up task manager and starts killing processes <laughs> absolutely absolutely they do <laughs> i think uh a hole comes on remember the last time you turned the fridge off it ended in a lot of science experiments <laughs> thank you i do not consume your flesh food turns back on the kitchen <laughs> or just specifically turns back on the fridge <laughs> no 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 turn off fridge last time we had many days of fun many fungus grow like grow fungus in another totally, way totally oh. keep the fridge on please absolutely uh, alright next uh, group Gunnery, you have six command points and assistance from your Kipitan. Oh my gosh. 
Are you Pull it into a little tiny whale smithereens. I am going all right. Fire all the guns. And so I'm just going to, again, reposition myself and get ready to go bang, bang, as usual. Okay. It only um, costs one command point for first time you fire all guns. Oh my gosh, you are spoiling me. <laughs> Can you do that action multiple times? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, so the first roll does not hit. The second one does. Uh, and so um, let's call that the uh, coil gun. So that's going to be the uh, D8. Okay. A three. Man, that hit that corner hard. <laughs> okay, perfect. Um, yeah, the. I think that the trajectory that the ship took, it kind of swooped in and some of the shots kind of ping on the side of the whale. Um, and you do notice that their shields are still down. So your hits go through, uh, but you don't get anything critically damaged. Hell yeah. All right. And on our second way through, I go, in audibly, you know, I audibly do that. Okay. Um, yep. Yes. Oh, nice. Okay. A 17 and a 19. So roll the 2d4 damage first. You. Pew, pew. All right. The 19 um, does critically damage a system, so roll a d6. If you get a 6, we're going to roll again. Uh, is it d6 or d8? d6. Okay. My head again. Ah, four. 4. So you, um, your shots uh, hit one of the um, um, uh, augments that's on the outside, um, and you notice the the tail just like spasm as the ship or as the whale kind of rocks in space um and you can kind of deduce that their uh engines took a hit um, and are not just glitching now they are malfunctioning Ooh. and uh roll a d8 perfecto all right. You have um, enough to fire one more weapon. Do, do we have enough to <laughs> you, do it again? You have one more CP. One, yeah. one more. One only more. one. One, only one more. Oh no, two more CP. Yeah. Only one weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Do we go with the double D four or the D eight? Two D four. Yeah. Do you can do? Pew pew. Never right. pew when you can pew pew. Never pew when you can pew pew. <laughs> All right, uh, and your with your bonuses, you do hit. All oh, right, yeah. hell yeah! Oh yeah, nice. Better than the last roll by one. <laughs> <laughs> um, Navu overcomes. You hear the hum and screech. You go, mm-hmm. um, as the hits penetrate the flesh of this space whale and you notice that globules of fat and viscera kind of come out the side of the whale um it's still floating and the red light is still blinking on the uh, whale's eye augment and the whale do 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 let's see okay cool um it maneuvers around and um, is going to attempt to chomp on your ship. Oh, good thing you got those shields up. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> and it is just a hit. Um, so the whale turns itself around and aligns with your ship and its jaws you notice the a darkness coming around the front of the cockpit as you feel the ship shudder as you notice these stalactite like spikes coming down from the top um and it doesn't reach into your hull but you hear uh mechanical alarms and uh a hole comes up 
did did they just bite us? And um, you all take two d four damage. Okay. We do where the ship shields do. Oh, the the ship shields do. Yeah, it does not breach our tent. So. Um, okay, okay, guys, what's happening? I can't tell what's happening right now, guys. So y'all took We six have damage. done it! We have flown into the whale's throat! <laughs> <laughs> like, I, uh, it's totally what Major Tom just said. They came after us. They're trying to- Throny, I am so proud of you. You have overcome your fear and flown down the throat of the enemy. Nah. We were bitten. Not what happened at all. There's a difference. Yeah, the, the whale, um, as it tries to bear down through your shields, um, I imagine that the force and, was just too much for it, and you kind of shoot forward just a little bit out of their mouth. Um, and now it is y'all's turn. Okay. Well, I believe that worked out quite well last time. Uh, yes, I think we go same order. Right, and you're oh. starting with zero CP going into this round. Yes. Uh, engineering gives us one. Skipped in action. Alright. I, I am going to go above and beyond. Uh, I shall use my diplomacy if he's okay to give rousing speech. Perhaps we have never faced fire-breathing whale before. And perhaps fire-breathing whale just tried to bite us. But today is not the day that GD Hoopty get blown into little smithereens. No! Today is the day whale get blown into little smithereens. Yeah! Let us forward onto the breach and destroy these whale! Yeah! <laughs> doing facing a wall because I don't I can't see you. <laughs> I'm emphatically cheering you on <laughs> nice uh, so go ahead and roll your diplomacy it is 14 that makes that definitely makes um, so you get okay. uh, let's call it my charisma mod yeah what's your charisma mod three Oh, I thought it was yeah. the ability mod. Uh, that yeah, the ability mod being charisma is the ability, not skill. Oh. So that would give us three CP. Plus the uh, one from engineering, so four. Mm -hmm. Um. Is good GM. Let's call it five. You get five CP from it. Oh, five CP from whole thing. Yay! That give us six CP. You're, you're very literally, yes. Major Tom. Is very rousing speech. Uh, you know, uh, Russian national anthem play in background. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, you know, great big flag come up on uh, on, on view screen. <laughs> uh, okay, so that cost me zero CP, and uh, then I will support gunners again. Okay. Cool. All right. And then we go to pilot. So, like, I'm going to try and put us somewhere a little better than, like, the mouth, because I'm not up for being eaten. And I actually pause for a second as we're being flung out, and, like, you can tell that once again, this whole witch warper thing, like, just, I start seeing all of the goods and bads of what can happen. And I'm going to attempt to choose a better outcome than being eaten. Let's see what happens with the roll. Oh, I choose poorly. Oh, no. <laughs> what did you do to us? That's a 17. Okay. Um, That's not bad. What's the ability? Describe that. So strategic positioning is the one I've been doing all along, which is trying to put us... Ah in a better spot so that we can so that we have advantage on our attacks so i'm trying to find a place that'll really probably put us near the engine or the uh power core so that ye can hit what ye needs to hit perfect so what happens is 
you are definitely able to maneuver the ship you you know that you're doing it out of a position of weakness because you were just in the jaws of this beast and you arc the ship around but you notice that the whale isn't able to compensate for all of your maneuvering especially since uh their engines have been malfunctioning so you are able to bring the hoopty around and lock on into a great firing position all right yeah so this is all you if you can just like take out the tail then we can just dance around on this thing until we're done all right comms yes let's do it oh that's the wrong thing you know i was going to try and boost our shields but i can't do that and let ye still have the cp to gun so i am instead going to um do my duty and get you that one extra so you can fire all. Yes. Gosh, you're the best. <laughs> and I am supporting gunnery, so it's minus two. Can you go above and beyond again? Like, I is could. That Just to, yeah, I could do that. Um, I'm going to do the same thing. Kind of go above and beyond and try and do a sensor sweep of the whale to see kind of in the same way that somebody would use a uh oh god i can't think of the spell right now but just to see how bad it is okay and if there's a good place to fire other other than fire at its ass yeah so come here fantasy ground <laughs> you begin cross-referencing the the scans of the whale with like whale biology to find out where the sphincter actually is <laughs> that's an 18. <laughs> nice uh, I imagine with this uh, scan, uh, and because of your persistence in giving scans on this whale, um, you're able to <laughs> tell that um, it's a colossal magical beast uh, that's from uh, the plane of fire. Um, but it's actually fairly common um, because it does have a planar hopping ability. Um, though this is probably the first time that y'all have ever encountered such a beast. Oh, absolutely. Um, you do know that um, it has been augmented to be uh, maneuvered. You can see the different augments in it and that it, it isn't able to be crewed. Um, so you imagine it's being controlled. It's quite refined. Okay, so it may be more effective instead of taking out its propulsions to take out its like core essentially like it's core processing unit whatever is controlling it like if we take out the core does that kill the whale it may i don't know how it's integrated i i just know it's not from our plane and it is being controlled not crude so that may be more effective than taking out but you know it's not my call it's just what my science tells me. This all sounds like really sad suddenly. Well, pardon my f if you will pardon my Elvish, but I think that the whale shooting fire at us is quite crude. That is true. It is. You could target a system and still have enough CP to fire all. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't feel bad about shit here. Box music starts playing. <laughs> like, like the stage music like shifts, so it's like the final stage. All right. So at this point, I'm a little bit tangled in the, in the things because I've just been turning around and around and around, and we can't afford wireless right now, so <laughs> I'm a little bit tangled. <laughs> yes. But uh, I'm I'm small, so I manage, and I'm like, okay. Target systems. All right, let's do it. And I target the, um, uh, yeah, I target the thing. So it stops. So it makes it easier for us to hit it. Okay. The, the tail, tail thing. Yeah. Or are you going for the power core? Like. Oh, I, I guess either or, right? No. Are they are they both fucked or? Are are you targeting blowhole or sphincter? 
<laughs> Wait, I thought they were the first. Weren't they the same thing? <laughs> no, we determined no. blowhole and sphincter not the same. Oh, no. But a blowhole might be a sphincter. Oh, so it's like a square rectangle thing. It is. It's a square <laughs> rectangle conundrum. Yes. Uh, let's see. I guess either or works, but I guess if uh, I'm close to the power core, I'll do power core. If I hit anyways. Awesome. So you're going to Luke Skywalker this. Yeah. You have a plus two yes. from what I did earlier, so okay. go for it. And this is basically a free action thanks to the support from yep. Major yeah. Tom. Yeah, so that's a plus two, plus three. So it's a 14 to hit, and you just hit. Heck yeah. Yeah, yo. Um, so go ahead and roll damage for me. That's the D8 one. Yeah. Yeah. Three. Okay. <laughs> That D8 really likes threes. It, yeah. Big fan. In, oh, in, in fantasy grounds. Yeah. <laughs> you you have enough CP to actually fire all the weapons now. Oh, I was born ready. And so I do a little jump to like almost jump rope over the <laughs> the wires. And as I do so... Uh, you know. Okay. Each of those gets a plus two, so. Okay. So plus two to that, and then what's your? Dex three. Okay. So that gives you. They both hit. Oh. Uh, Fourteen and a bit. Yep. Heck yeah. Shields are down. Engines are down. Take it out. <sighs> well, oh. oh, max damage. Nice. Okay, and then pew, your second. Pew, pew. Max damage. In the pews. Okay. <laughs> so describe to me what it looks like when you destroy the space whale. Yes. I'm over here and doing like, it's like a visual show. I'm performing right now for my friends <laughs> in, on the ship. <laughs> along with bringing death and destruction to everyone on that flaming whale, including the whale. And so I am here and I'm like, okay, all right. And I, I like my tail is feeling out where the wires out so I can jump each time I have to do a 360 or 180 to go. And as we're going and the thing is flapping, I'm like, oh no, not this time. And I lock on and I go with one of them. But then we move a little bit to the side. And I'm like, oh shit, recalibrate other one. Then I'm pew pew with the small one. <laughs> And I'm making all the sound effects uh, in on the ship. That's exactly what's happening. I'm like, bang, bro, shh, ah, ah. <laughs> and dying. And uh, I'm, and I'm just imagining like the, as like, things start blowing up, and like I see little explosions. And I'm like, I got it, I got it. Oh, I, I got you. Take that, you old blowhole. <laughs> I just imagine in like your headphones, you just hear ding, 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 ding. New high score. It's like you hit a jackpot. From where the nose, where it covers your nose, and just like coins everywhere. Ding, ding, ding. So you see that where there were once augments on this whale, they've all kind of disintegrated into dust a light shoots through the eye and uh, explodes and you see a, just a socket that's left and the whale just seems to be drifting now as other portions are just leaking viscera and different parts um, and the whale kind of turns their belly towards your ship as it kind of drifts away from your arc at the same time you can notice um the escaping ship, their engines fire out and a big belch of flame as it just starts coasting and the ship itself is also beginning to turn, arcing their engines up towards and it looks like they are also just drifting. Uh, Steph? Is the whale headed towards the far portal station? No, it seems just to be kind of harmlessly floating. Um, it, you know that if it is 
if it stays here for too long, it'll be pulled in by the uh, the, the gravity of the sun. But uh, for right now, it is just kind of drifting away from you. A-hole kind of pops into all of your comms. Um, it seems that Far Portal Station is hailing you. Hello, Far Portal Station. This is the GD Hoopty. Uh, we have won the day. Please give us congratulations. Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, my, my name is Commander Sta uh, Station Commander Jory. Uh, you, thank you so much for taking on this this firewall and protecting this brilliant discovery from from beyond the portal. Um, you've done so much, but if I can ask of you, can you uh, board that ship and check it out for me? Uh, we we want to be able to uh, make sure that our scientists have uh, full access to uh, explore all of the discoveries on this ship. Okay, please hold station. Will and we be compensated? Put him on hold. <laughs> and, and turn around to everyone else. Uh, man from Far Portal Station, name station, want us to go get on ship and check you out. Uh, do we want to do this? The whale or the whale or the other one? No, the other one. Whale is just for fun later. If it doesn't get sucked into the sun first. Ooh, sun surf the whale. This sounds like fun. Why don't you make sure we're going to be paid and let okay. them know that that whale came from the plane of fire? Okay. Uh, un uh, unhold. Hello, station. Uh, Are you there, station? You're Jory, and you didn't know this, but A-hole put on some melodic music for you, and so Jory's like, uh, 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 Yes, this is okay. Uh, yes. Uh, first, I must offer you uh, information. It seems whale come from plane of fire. Oh, that's extraordinary. This is something that we've always hypothesized about this far portal. But will will you do it? Will you board the ship for me? Maybe. Oh, uh, we must know. Is we be compensated? And at, at at the mention of compensation, Jory becomes audibly befuddled like it's something that they've never really had to consider before compensation oh right yes of course yes we will definitely compensate you um we don't make much as far as uh the, the beneficiary to the station but we have some money in our budget for expenses we can move some stuff around for you uh would a thousand credits do okay please behold please <laughs> I already start the ship going in the direction of their ship. Turn like, back around. Uh, he offer us thousand credits. Let's do this. Okay. Yep. Yes. Let's go. Let's go save some shit. Okay. Like, unhold. Already on our way. All right, Mister Station Man. We will do for thousand credits. All right. Oh, thank you so much. We are so grateful for your service here. Uh, I'm just. You know, sad you had to take out that magnificent creature, but it was going to destroy this wonderful discovery, and I feel that it outweighs it. Uh, yes, I but provide... uh, I feel we are more concerned about the fact that it was trying to eat us. Uh... I can also provide you with any of the scans that I took during our combat. Oh, we would be grateful. Much grateful for that. As long as I'm credited. Uh... <laughs> We, we can negotiate I am a scientist that. as well, sir. Absolutely. We, we, we can negotiate once you get back to the station, but but for now, just please, please make sure that the ship is safe. We will. Like, we're on our way. We got this. <laughs> like, everyone's just, like, picking up the line at their station <laughs> and hopping on this call. That's how it works, right? <laughs> I dig it. I, I just assumed that this was, like, the Enterprise where it's, like, on screen. <laughs> Excuse me, am I in frame? Like we could afford that. <laughs> I'm I imagining like the headsets you have at fast food places to drive through call. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is people are just walking up to uh to Major Tom and like putting their ear up to it, like grabbing the microphone and talking into it <laughs> through I Major Tom's headset. Everyone has like the manager override headset just in case for your training. <laughs> 
And so we all have that. That's why we're all able to talk. I mean, the way that you've spec'd out the GD Hoopty, like each of your workstations can substitute in for every other workstation. So I believe that like if you push the proper button sequence, like a, a gunnery rig will come down um, <laughs> and, and you know, occupy your space. Uh, the problem is, is that with that much uh, overlay of systems, uh, things get a little bit haywire and weird and conflicty. So as, you know, um, Major Tom is on the comms, everyone's trying to kind of butt in and offer their two cents. And so you hear like all these <laughs> and like um, it's interspersed with the hold music. And so like somehow in the background, you have the little girl from Ipanema playing. Um, <laughs> while everyone is talking to Station Master Jory, and Station Master Jory, y you can hear in their voice that this is kind of confounding. They're like, "Yes, scientific discover." Oh, I'd like this song. I'm gonna need to get this one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yes, scientific discovery credits. Yes, payment. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, gotta go. Got gotta go. And then they cut out. Okay, well, we make credits and you make credits, so this is good, yes? Like, awesome negotiating there. That's so cool. Alright, we'll be there in like... We make excellent team. It, it'll take us no time, so if we're going in, we should get ready. Can I do a computer's check on it just to see what we're going into? Uh, yeah, so, um... Let's hear what are you doing a computer's check for? I'm trying to gauge um, what the damage is. Like, are any of their systems down? Um, so you can Life use... signs. Yeah, you can do um, a computer's check to... Um... Let's see here. Oh! <laughs> I rolled on that one! Alright, so... Um... I feel like because of all the comms madness that was just happening, um, you still have the little girl from Ipanema playing over your headset specifically. And um, uh, A-Hole has locked you out of your station. A-Hole, what are you doing? Tone and tender, young and lovely. A-Hole! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes? <laughs> I need to scan the ship. I can't do that with you locking me out of my station. Uh, again, I only have so many nodes. That call took up all of them. What were you doing? All of you needed to talk to him at once? Like, we all get a vote in what's happening. So, yeah. Um, alright. So... Let's see here. Go ahead and do. Um... Oh, uh, what? When you? I I was going to ask if I could go ahead while while they're having all that issue with a hole. If I could just roll a life science to check for life signs. Yeah, go ahead. Thirteen uh, plus your uh, your scanners, which is. Oh, a... that's. Oh yeah. So that's a plus two. So you have a fifteen. You do um, uh, receive back that. Um, there are some life signs. You can't really target where they are in the ship, but you do sense that there are life signs aboard. Um, does anyone want to try- Can I determine species? No. Okay. You cannot. Um, okay. Does anyone want to roll engineering checks? I will sure. <laughs> I have found life signs. There are signs of life. Signs of life. E. I can well, reassuring. Reassuring. Oh! That's too easy. He's up in this. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I imagine while everyone else is kind of going through and doing things on their their systems, describe to me what Yi is doing successfully. Well, Yi uh, broke her. Well, okay, here Yi uh, still has a VR headset on, so she couldn't have the uh, the the manager call thing on her head. It you know it hurts her ears to have them on on top of the VR set. So um, 
Uh, she, she isn't just letting her her friends deal with that. Uh, Yi, on the other hand, while she was untangling from everything, um, took out her tablet as she's just, you know, on sort of her back, just like, you know, it's sort of like when you don't want to, you're lazy and you're not taking off your pants, like with your hands, you're just sort of kicking them off little by little. <laughs> I'm doing that with uh, the <laughs> with the wires. Uh, well, I have like a, a tablet up just being like, all right, let's check for engineering. Uh, and I'm just like clicking everything about and then I'm like, oh, someone forgot to, uh, I don't know why their password is one, two, three, four, five, six, the easiest one. <laughs> and I just like one, two, three, four, five, six. And I was like, ah, I see everything now. Though, uh, the, the ship's engines are offline, but nothing is ahead of it in its trajectory. Even though the, the ship itself is battered and systems look like they might be singed, the ship is a work of art. Um, it has curves and spines of gleaming brass, which is combined with dark plating that gives that ship a feel of uh, half architectural and half insectile. It looks almost like it is living. There are oblong domes, domes set in the middle of the top of the ship that look like eyes. Um, and they're opaque, you can't really see through them. Along the bow, uh, there is something written in a language. What languages did, does any, did, did anyone pick languages? All right, uh, well, nope. I have common and Elven. Okay. Common and Gorin. Okay. Elven, I think I still have Elven. Okay. You can uh, choose to try to get help from uh, the Far Portal Station if you want, uh, since they're, they've been researching um, this uh, thing, the, the, the portal itself for a long while. They may have information. Um, you can also do a mysticism check. I'll do a mysticism. Why not? I'll give it a go. Or Fantasy Grounds can continue to make me suck and I roll the seven. All right. A-hole is living up to their uh, living up to their moniker. Yes. Uh, so I, I think that you know the um, that with Yi's success though, um, and it, it's made it kind of simple. In fact, um, Yi was able to pull up the schematics uh, through the the scans of this um, vessel, and on your heads up displays, you see this in almost pristine three dimensions and you can kind of move it around with your hands and um looking at the the phrase um uh, you know it's in uh, a language that um you haven't seen before but it looks uh familiar in a way do you want to get help from the station or do you want to just leave it yeah i want to get help from the station Navi will most likely like take a screenshot <laughs> <laughs> and um, hail the station. Station Master Jory comes back on. Hello, hello. Hello, Jory. This is um, Science Officer Navu from the GD Hoopty. Yes. And I am sending you an image from the ship that I need some help translating. Uh, of course, of course. And uh, they received the image. Oh my goodness. The, do you know what this is? It's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't recognize I don't recognize it. Well, the language is Ignan. And it reads, oh. Breath of Embers. This is fascinating. Um, I, I'm going to need to get off so we can take our own readings. But thank you again so much for doing this. You're welcome. And uh, they release the comms. So, um, according to Jory, the ship is called the Breath of Embers. Huh. Wait. By ship, you mean whale, yes? Because that, that had ship uh, with Breath of Embers. No, I mean the ship that we're looking at in front of us. But this ship has not breathed embers. I'm wondering if they were both from the plane of fire 
that does like make the most sense, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, that seems right. A little on the nose, if you ask me. I would have, you have gone with something cooler. <laughs> cooler. <laughs> oh know. yes, I see what you did there. <laughs> yes, it's funny know. you make joke. <laughs> it is quite a beautiful ship, and I don't usually say that about. Organ well, non-organic things, but it almost looks organic. I think it might be organic. Honestly, I'm a little, uh, you know, a little 50-50 on that one. Has some eyes, has the spines. Might be kind of like the whale. Kind of organic, kind of not. All right, GM. Yes. I would like to know. I, I would like to roll a culture check and see if I can recall at any time having seen a humanoid creature from the plane of fire. Okay. <laughs> Can I assist? Absolutely. That is a 22. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, you do know that um, there are um, ignorant people who live um, on the, um, oh my gosh, why can't I think burning of it? Burning Archipelago. Burn yes, thank you, the Burning Archipelago. There are, are sects of uh, Afridi um, people who have uh, made their settlement there. Um, they don't talk much about the plane of fire. They they okay. for for some reason are um, hoping to force their new life uh, in these pods on the sun. Okay, well in that case, I am going to use my ability to transform into a medium sized humanoid and. Make myself look like an ignorant. Okay. Which means I don't actually have like fire hair, but my everything forms like fire. And if I kind of like move my head, it kind of like <laughs> moves a little bit like fire, like flops around. So really, so, you look like somebody cosplaying the Human Torch. <laughs> sort of. Yes, actually, that that's the closest I can I can get to it. Uh, like, there, there's no heat, there's no actual fire, it just looks like fire. You know, if you squint from a distance. <laughs> Not even Navu, like, reflexively tries to back away because fire. <laughs> oh. How long does it take us to get to the ship? Um, that is a great question. Um, roll me a piloting check. Oh, that's a 19 plus whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Six. So with your piloting check, um, after all of this analysis has been done, um, describe how, um, uh, oh my gosh, uh, Thrawny uh, goes to dock. So uh, just so y'all know, I like scanned for where the airlock is and it's it's over here under this like sort of belly space is really weird i don't know it's uh towards the aft of the ship yeah so. <clears throat> but of course it is near the sphincter yeah and so i assume since the hoopty is so weird are like we we have like a an airlock but it's like dead center on the bottom of the ship so i have to like turn us upside down in order to do this docking maneuver remember to buckle in or whatever and let's go and i just very smoothly pull us in and sort of curve gently under and then dock and it's a thing of beauty it is it absolutely is the ship isn't moving other than it's you know um inertial movement through space so you absolutely are able to align your docking ports and you connect very skillfully um even A-Hole comes on and says, wow, that that was a thing of beauty. You know, A-Hole, I do not think now is time for sarcasm. <laughs> <sighs> can you get off the ship so I can flush my nodes? <laughs> can I check to make sure the ship has breathable air? Absolutely. For our fleshy compatriots. Oh, do you not have to breathe? I don't know. 
I mean, you're a plant, I suppose. It's a 17. Uh, uh, physical sciences. Um, yeah, so you scan the ship, uh, and that'll be a plus two. Um, it uh, looks like it does have breathable atmosphere and that uh, life support systems are on and that there are some gravity generators running. Um, you're not able to get a comprehensive scan of the ship because there has been so much damage done to it. Alright. Well, at least all of us will be able to breathe. So... Probably good thing. Well, it's best to check if we need suits. Shall we? Yeah. Let's go. So I'm gonna gear up. You make your way to the <laughs> airlock. Mom's going to, like, readjust their flesh hair. <laughs> the the <laughs> flames kind of flop a bit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let us go meet Ignan friends. Oh. We go look around, get paid. It's easy money. So uh, you make your way to the airlock, and um, what are y'all going to do? So should we maybe hail them and let them know we're coming on? Or just, like, walk in all boss? We should probably hail them. Uh... Oh, cool. Do you like me to open a channel, or...? Yeah, yeah, he totally huh? got this. <laughs> this is the GD Hoopty hailing the Breath of Embers. Can anyone respond? Uh, you only hear static, and... And just nothing discernible. Um, go ahead and roll me a, um... Uh, computer check, I guess. Okie dokie. It's an 11. Yeah, um, you're just not able to make a connection. I think their system is too damaged to connect. Well, at least we try. We'll just, we'll just knock before we get there. Yes, and, and, and we, we, we open door, we go loudly, we say hello! So, um, you know that, um, the airlocking mechanism um, is your exterior door and their exterior door. And they're uh, pushed together in with a small corridor in between them. Uh, you, you're you opening your door? I suppose, yes. This is this is the next step. Great. Uh, so with a hiss uh, and the repressurizing of the joined um, corridor, the, your doors slide open. I, I imagine that they kind of maybe creak a little bit. You know, it's the hoopty. They get stuck about halfway and we gotta like smack <laughs> them to finish opening. Yeah. Um, so uh, they hiss open and um, you see their airlock there. Um, you see some controls. Um, they're written in the language that looks very familiar to the outside of the ship. Uh, this is not my thing. Yeah. Major Tom is going to stare at it real closely. Real good look at it. I don't understand any of this. Um, hey, a-hole. Flushing nodes. <laughs> Useless fucking shit. You uh, can either roll computers, engineering, or mysticism to to interface. Again, Major Tom just start pushing buttons. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How's a dirty twenty do you on mysticism? The dirty twenty nice. works just fine. Um, you're able to... Major Tom puts finger over button and looks back at... at Navu. <laughs> and Navu directs them to the correct one. <laughs> yep. Navu knows which buttons to press, and um, <laughs> the uh, red lights indicate that the system is fully operational. Um, and you're able to push the right button, and there's a hiss, and the airlock opens into this wedge-shaped room. Um, it is about 10 to 15 feet deep um, and about 10 feet wide at its widest point. 
uh, there's a door that leads um, at the far end of the hallway towards the east. Okay, towards the yeast. Towards the yeast, and then um, one that opens towards the north. Okay. Which direction, uh, according to the scans we have, would be taking us to the equivalent of their bridge? Um, that would be towards the north. Uh, you know that you docked near the engines. Uh, all right. So, like, let's just get to the bridge and see what's going on. Um, so there are overhead panel uh, lights of panels, and they flicker, um, and they're on for a little bit. They're static, and then they kind of dim. Um, and you get the sense that the systems on the ship are not reliable. Um, y'all make it into this airlock room. Are y'all going to do any... Like, what, what are y'all doing? So, I've only got two more applications of this, but I would give Yi a life bubble. And then I'd look back and forth between <laughs> Major Tom and Navu, and I'm just like, uh, I can only do one more, so. <laughs> well, they don't need oxygen. Right? I remembered that correctly? I think so. I'll have to look it up. But for right now, we'll go with it. Okay, I wasn't sure because you had mentioned something about Navu not needing to. I I wasn't sure, and I looked it up, and I may have just made that up in my head. That's cool. <laughs> so then I would reach out and, like, as I touch each of you, you all you just look like there's like this glitter sheen over whatever you're wearing, and you know any exposed fur, or whatever. It's just got like, you know, like gold dust at the top. <laughs> I'm a very have. pretty pretty plant being yeah and like okay so at least we'll be able to breathe if something happens major tom meanwhile is just like <laughs> dancing around like looking under looking everywhere trying to find an ignan just so excited that like <laughs> oh my god i'm finally going to get to meet an ignan this is so cool <laughs> uh do you want to roll me a perception check sure oh, yeah, Sure, sure, sure. Uh, how does a 22 do ya? That sounds great. So as you enter into this um, this uh, port uh, entry bay area, airlock, um, you notice that uh, on the ground there are uh, different pieces of dark red onyx. And um, as you search a little bit further, um, you find uh, two more uh, much larger pieces. Look and at these stones. They have dropped. They just lay here. Examining one of them, the largest piece looks like it could be a foot. Oh. Uh, why is this stone shaped like a foot? Like, this foot? Uh, those are some really big toesy wowsies. Oh, no. Um... Can Is there I... a computer terminal? I hate to be a broken record with the computer's checks, but... Um, there is the... Or life science in this instance. There's a computer's terminal that um, is connected to the airlock. Alright, okay. can I do any kind of life science or medicine to determine if this is part of a creature? Yeah, um, do a life sentences. Ooh. <laughs> sure, it could be. It is quite possible that this is foot from some sort of stony creature. I believe we may be dealing with crystal goblins here. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 14 on my computer's check to try and ping down where the life signs were. Um, with your check, um, the, the computer terminal is strictly interfaced with the airlock, so it's very hard to, to get out of that networking. Um, yeah, I think this is- I, I keep foot. Okay. It's very important clue and could be good luck. And uh, the different uh, pieces of the uh, the onyx that you, you have found. 
<laughs> yeah, sure. I keep those two, but throw them in bag. Uh, foot go on like little clip on belt. Awesome. And I want to make sure that a hole locks the ship up until we get back. I don't want to leave the ship just open for someone else to take. I mean, it's a hoofty, but still, I mean, someone could take it. It's one of a kind. Club. Hey, 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 hey. That is our hoopty. Awesome. Okay. Um, a hole uh, responds. Right, right. Locked down. Got it. Is it actually locked? Did we hear the? <laughs> Faintly from the bridge, you hear click <laughs> as all the locks <laughs> on the windows go down. Yeah. <laughs> And with that uh yeah and with that uh we will end today's stream thank you all so much for tuning in and uh watching us defeat a space whale and uh dock ourselves to the breath of embers uh tune in in two weeks to uh come and watch and listen to us explore this wonderful and fabulous ship I want to say thank you so much to our uh, cast for uh, coming, and this has been so much fun for me. I really have enjoyed this. Um, so uh, to sign off, let us go in the same order that we signed on. Uh, so Steph, take it away. Hi, I'm Steph. You can find me on Twitter at Steph underscore Bard. And this is pretty much all I do, except for live tweeting feels about various um, podcasts and occasionally VODs from streams. So nice, uh, PB. Uh, hi, <laughs> I, I'm PB from a PB Plates Inside. You can find me on Twitch and on Twitter. I stream on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 6 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time, and on Mondays you can find me over on the Greyhawk channel at uh, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, playing some D&D with the Grove where we met, where we have all, are all, from what I can gather, sad boys, but we've all lost our memories. So I don't really recognize anyone yet. We just started the game, so there's a lot of hijinks to come with that. On Fridays, I play over on the Wandering DMs channel where we play some Castle Falcon scene, and we're two episodes out from our finale before we start season two which I'm super hyped about. So if you are looking forward to knowing more about the lady detectives, you can see me over there. And aside from that, that's uh, all I do. Nice. Ooh. Thank you. Miu. And I'm Miu. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter at MiuPlaysGames. Uh, I do experience points here, and I'm on a couple of other uh, streams with some other people. So And maybe some more coming out soon. Don't really know yet. We'll see. Teasers. Yay! That's awesome. And Kelric. Yeah, so I'm Kelric. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter at uh, Cormelon, and I help out with the at, the at EQ points notices. I am on everything on the Experience Points Network, so you can, uh, you can find me here. You can find me uh, GMing on our Numenera game with some really talented and wonderful folks. And if you're interested in some really weird and interesting storytelling that uh, Kenny and I did, you can find us on the latest uh, Rolling Misadventures Goblin. It's just messed up two episode arc. It's hilarious and a little embarrassing. So super, super fun things we specialize in apparently. There, I have a couple other things in the works to come up. I'm also just on our Experience Points Twitch channel. I've decided that every once in a while I'm just going to log into and play Dragon Age. So randomly you'll find those happening. There's no set time period. It's really just when my kids and my husband give me time to do it. <laughs> uh, I feel called out. Um... <laughs> Hi, my name is Kenny. You can find me on Twitter at PunderDrome. I play on Friday nights with PB on Wandering DM's uh, channel. We play Castle Falkenstein, where I play a non-binary actor named uh, Jacques Fiori Tregosian. And we are in, set in a steampunk world, uh, Victorian, and we just recently explored this haunted house where I decided for no reason to ballroom dance because we had a good floor for it. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, on uh, every other Saturday, we are here streaming this wonderful Starfinder game. Thank you so much for joining us. On Fridays, we release Cuminera, a Numenera podcast. And uh, fingers crossed, we will finish our Pun Time Slasher campaign. We are working with everyone's very busy Pride schedules uh, to get that done. Uh, stay tuned to our uh, at EQ Points uh, uh, yeah, Twitter account for more details and information on that and many other things. Uh, we definitely want to do more giveaways for this Pride season. And so uh, stay tuned to our Twitter account for that as well. Thank you for listening to Experience Point Starfinder. If you're looking for more Starfinder podcasts in your life, we recommend our sister podcast, Roll to Fail. They are six friends who have no business behind the mic or rolling dice. If you like what we've created here, you should check out the other podcasts on our network. Cuminera releases every other Friday, with Kelric stepping into the GM seat for this adventure utilizing Numenera, a system by Monty Cook Games. This unlikely team is working for the Order of Truth to help communities under the influence of the strange and weird effects of Numenera. They may even actually help people if Tiuna and Rylu would agree on something and Hillian would stop pressing buttons on a whim. Stay up to date on all three Experience Points Network podcasts at EQ Points on Twitter and on experiencepoints.com. Pardon our dust as Kenny continues updating the website. It looks better every day. Until next time, adventure hookers.